right. Here we are. Day one. Day one. Numero uno. Numero uno. We got to figure out who's the one and who's the two punch, eh? Right? We're, it's the, that's the best thing. It's, it's all together. It's a one-two yeah. punch, you know? Exactly, yeah. Changes up. We're both the punch. Yep. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right. Well, let, let's get started. Let's uh, introduce ourselves here. Um, my name's Ryan. I'm a Penticton realtor in the Okanagan, and uh, this is my co-host. Kale. Um, I'm going to school right now at University of Alberta. I'm taking business, and uh, we're excited to be here. We're super excited to be here right now. So fresh yeah, start, ready. and uh, we're ready to go. Totally. Yeah. All right, Kale. So like, what's this podcast about? Um, okay, so I think we're right now, like a lot of people are um, just uneducated, not not their own fault, but just the way society's going right now is just they're not aware of certain things that maybe they should be aware of, you know, like, such as say getting into credit card debt, or, um, you know, if they're, if they're interested in starting their own business, like, how do you do that? Like, everybody's talking about, you know, you got to work hard, you got to do this, do that, do this, right? But how, how do you do that? And so I think, I think what we're trying to do here is, um, you know, because we're not experts, right? We're not, um, we're not experts, we're just, uh, you know, student and a, a fresh realtor, right? So I think we're going we're to have on experts that, that are super knowledgeable in these, in these fields. Right. And we're going to pick their brains cause you know, we're, we're learning with everybody as well. Right. And so I think we're just super excited to, uh, to get uh, some knowledge on some super important uh, topics, whether that be f- like financially or um, you know, um, physically you want to get in better shape. We're going to have on trainers and, and nutritional diet stuff and mental stuff. Right. And so we're going to have on all these people and um you know, pick their brain about, you know, just how to be a better person overall, just overall better person. And so I think that's Absolutely. our goal. Kind of like what, what, what school doesn't teach you in the long run. Yeah, life. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, you touched in, I'm a, I'm a new realtor, um, you know, prepare everyone listening. I come from a background of business. I know saying that I am young, but I did start my own business when I was fresh in high school of, you know, age of 17, I started a clothing company. Um, and boy, did I wish that there was a, a podcast around when I was, you know, doing this, that was for new business. I mean, there probably was entrepreneurs, but I just didn't have the, you know, the know-how or where to find these, these people to help. Um, and it's tricky. You're right. I mean, their school teaches you a bunch of things that are useful for day-to-day life, but I think they, what they lack is, uh, financials, um, financials and just life man just life in general like especially like in university right now it's it's shocking how how little people know like um you know just real quick here um we're eating lunch in the dining hall and uh you know uh this credit card topic came up and i was like oh okay um and it it, it turns out this uh this one girl who um got her credit card bill and I can't remember what the price was, but uh, it was much more than, than what she normally pays. And everyone's, everyone's like, Oh yeah, that is, that's pretty high or whatever. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. I only have my credit card allows me where I can, I only have to pay $10 a month. And everyone's like, Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm looking at her. Right. And I'm like, no, 
no, no, no, no, no, no, no. And I, so I tried to explain to her just the long-term effects that that would have paying, you know, $10 each month off that, say it's $800 that off that $800. And then next month bill comes in. Now you're paying $10 on both those. Right. And so the compounding interest, and I'm trying to, you know, explain that. And it's like, you can see your eyes wide open. Right. And it's like, Oh no, like what have I done sort of thing. And so, um, there's way more people out there that need to hear this kind of stuff than, than you think. Right. And so I, I'm excited to, you know, pick, like I said, pick the brains of these people and, and really dive deep into this kind of stuff. Cause I think it's important to, to broaden their horizon to some of these people. Totally, totally. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a credit card since, you know, the first eligibility here in BC, uh, it's 19. I think it's 18 in Alberta, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's 18. Yeah. So, you know, from my understanding, right. If it, there's a minimum payment that you have to pay, I think that's what the girl was talking about. Right. And yeah. You know, let's say, you know, I, for my work, my credit card is my best friend because we put everything on credit as realtors. We have to, we have a lot of, of monthly expenses that go on a credit card. Um, yeah. You know, it's okay to pay that minimum amount, but when you spend more and more and more, the minimum amount gets bigger, bigger, bigger. Right. So she probably didn't know that. Right. She yeah. So yeah, exactly. $10 well a month forever, no matter how much the money how much money I put on the credit card. No, that's a good, you're right. It's a good way to rack up some interest. And um, compounding it into a spiral. And, and then it gets right? very, very hard to get out of. And it's, and people just need to understand that paying it off in full every month is super important to build credit score and to make sure you're, uh, um, you know, staying out of debt. Right. So totally. And one and, of the ways that I found when I first got a credit card, I mean, I only had a, you know, a small limit of a thousand dollars on my first credit card. Right. So, you know, I wanted to build some, some kind of security on my credit card. And they would, you know, if you want to get a loan or something, you got to have some, some backing. Right. So you yeah. put my phone bill on there, right. Attached my credit card, pay off the phone bill, put the phone bill on the credit card. But as soon as I saw the, the amount was taken on my credit card, you know, let's say uh, my, I'm with Bell. So Bell took, you know, X amount of dollars on my credit card. Okay. I went to my bank account, immediately paid off what I had owing. Immediately. Yeah. Right. You have yeah. to, especially when you're new and young, you're tapping your credit card all the time. Like, um, especially with Apple Pay, it's so easy to wrap up, rack up a bill on a credit card. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's almost and like self, meant it's meant to do that, that right? Yeah, you gotta have a little self-discipline, right? So mm -hmm. and this is just one topic, right? We're gonna be talking about Oh, totally. Yeah. You know what what's the right credit card to pick right um oh, there's, there's many out there like what how about banks what bank do i choose um you know like there's so much stuff to learn right and we're gonna have all these people on and talk about that stuff so it's gonna be totally. good it's and gonna be real good it's gonna be real, real good and i think the main thing you know like kayla you said is we're not experts but we're gonna bring experts on yeah um, and, and pick their brains right that's what we're because we're learning too right so yeah absolutely you know we're like there's tons of things that, you know, being in real estate, you know, I am an expert in real estate, but there's things that even experts in real estate don't know, right? Where we are learning every day, just yeah. like, just like students, you know, being, being grown up an adult, it's not, oh, school is over. It's a whole different level of school. It's now a, a you know, life college. Yeah. Life's college. Exactly. Life's college. And, and everyone's going to know what that means in, you know, 
in the next few months, but, uh, you know, make sure you sit in tight and, and, and wait for that. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so um, what are the main things you see in, in a, in a business, in a business class, right? You know, everyone thinks, Oh, you just learn, just, just learn business. You, you just focus on business, 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 but what are the you know extracurriculars that you do in a business degree? Yeah. Okay. So first, okay. So when I, this is my first semester, right? So I was playing hockey and stuff. And so I've had a little bit of life, real life experience out in the real world, living on my own. And so then coming back to school, it was a big wide uh, eye opener, right? Cause I was excited to get into to business and, um, you know, just understand what there is to learn about to that whole field. And to come in, I was a little disappointed, man. I was, I'm not going to lie. Even though I knew what universities like life is like, I was still a little bit disappointed. Um, you know, it's, it's not, it's, you know, a business class is, you know, they teach you how to communicate, which is super important. Um, but at the end of the day, man, like, right, uh, you can, you're learning how to communicate right now in your job, right? And you're not paying, mm-hmm. you know, enormous amounts of cash to do so. And, and so I, I think maybe later on in my degree, maybe I'll start picking up on some more important issues and some topics. But um, right now, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, I, I, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still really enjoying the the college lifestyle and, and meet new people and, you know, um, all that sort of stuff, but definitely the classes and, uh, um, some, even some of the profs have been just a little bit disappointing, but I'm excited to, to keep going and, and see what, what other classes are out there. So totally, totally. Yeah. It's school is a wonderful place to go. Um, especially if you don't know really what you want to do in life, you know, I know everyone says, Oh, don't go to school till you figure out what you want to do. And I think it's complete opposite. I mean, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn some some useful, you know, things you need for a, to be a human, right? Like communication. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, communi- I, communication, in my opinion, is the most important skill that someone can learn, man. Because oh, if you can't communicate with the person sitting across from you, you can't do anything, right? 100%. So, like, I know so many people, you know, friends included, who <clears throat> who struggle, like, you know, it's, oh, can you ask the, that person this question, right? They're scared to ask questions, right? They're scared to yeah. put themselves, put themselves out, out there. Though. Yeah, exactly. Jinx, and, and, you know, it's funny. So I do with my, with my real estate, we do uh, weekly calls, right? To check up on each other and do like role-playing sessions. And <clears throat> you wouldn't believe the amount of people that are, you know, shy or scared to talk. And it's like, it's like, man, this is, this is your job. This is your career. Um, and, you know, I always participate. I'm always out there giving it my all. Um, and they, I, one of the coaches asked me, they're like, Ryan, what's the, like you do some, some TikTok, some Instagram stuff and you, know, you put yourself out there in front of the camera and they were like, what's, what's the secret? I said, you, you just can't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I you, said, just, you have to drop, you have to drop. I saw this one thing and it's like, you can't give words meaning once you once you let that go and you don't care what people think, man, it's cake. Oh, absolutely. It's so easy. Like now, like, like, I don't and that's know, hard to I, do though. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's so hard. hard. To do. So hard. It's hard right? to do. Especially I find that with a lot of people who were, you know, come from families where 
someone's always right in the family. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where their where their opinion is always like suppressed, and yeah. that translates to someone being you know nervous to give their opinion to people because their whole life they've been shut down. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's why university is such a great tool for people because it gets them out of their household where, you know, they're always wrong to a spot where it's a learning environment where everyone else, you know, messes up and has these issues. So I think, you know, a lot of people diss school and I, I didn't go yeah. to school, you know, I mean, I did a short stint at UBC startup school of business um, for my real estate course, but um, I think it's a great place to go even if you don't know what you want to do. Right. Yeah. No, that, yeah. Well said hundred percent. Um, the people you meet, like you, you make connections, like I'm sure you've made so many friends already that you didn't know before. And, you know, let's say you start a business down the line and you're looking for some clientele, you, you ring up your old buddies from college and you let them know, Hey, starting a business would love my friends to help me out with the first few, few sales, get me up and running. What do you guys say? I guarantee you a hundred percent of the time you're going to have a couple of your friends from wherever you met say, yeah, send me a link. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, I right? making connections already and learning. I think another big one about school, man, is discipline and time management mm -hmm. because the, the, the stuff you're, you're learning isn't too complicated. Some of the math no. maybe, but it's not overly complicated. And so it's, it's the time and the amount of work you're given, right. That, is what makes it difficult and you, you really learn time management which is super important in life and so I, I think out of anything that's that and uh speaking and confidence i think are are probably the big big factors coming out of school that you need to to master totally sure and you know talking about why we started the podcast i just wanted to share one thing about why i was really you know enthusiastic to start this was because you know I'm sure everyone else out, out, out there has seen, you know, kids on TikTok, you know, doing drop shipping or, you know, those stock trader guys who, you know, pull in a few hundred thousand dollars a month. You know, you know, like in the States, yeah. there's this one guy, the daily trader who I'm not sure how he is exact age, but a man does serious deals in the stock market. Like he's a day trader and he's, you know, our age, he drives a McLaren and a G wagon and, all this kind of stuff. And it's like money is so accessible. Like it's not even funny. Yeah. You just like got to find it. And, so and maybe that's, and, and even, and even so maybe it's not that you want to get, you know, stupid rich, but you want to, mm -hmm. you know, save an extra, you know, thousand bucks a month, right. On, oh, exactly. on learning to, to, you know, navigate the taxes, taxing system or choosing the right credit card, like we we're talking about. Right. And so, um, I'm excited about it because uh, it's um, there's nothing a whole lot like this, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's obviously there's podcasts galore out there talking about what you should do, what what you know the best. You know, you got to do this um, um, field. You got to go into this field because this is the best way to make money. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, but how do you do that, right? Mm -hmm. right so that's the hard part is, is making that first jump and i think totally. having these people on will help with that and the one thing that you know really it kind of not pisses me off but it, it gets me going i it gets me going i get heated up when when someone sees someone doing something successful and thinks oh it's easy they're doing it right 
I can do that too. But they don't see the back the back room of work that that took yeah to get to that it's... level. Like these 16, 17 year olds who are clearing, you know, hundred thousand dollars a month drop shipping. They didn't start overnight and click. They have a selling product that makes a bunch of money. No, they took it's their life. They took hours and hours and hours to generate a system that works yep. for them. Yep. Right. And you can and, and like, you can translate that to the gym too, right? And totally. you know, these people who are looking great, right? Um, you know, shredded, whatever, <laughs> whatever your goal is. Um, they didn't do that overnight either, right? It's nope. super uh super hardworking and dedication and so it, it translates to every uh, aspect of life you got to be dedicated and committed to what you're doing it doesn't matter what it is totally i think uh steph curry said this the best uh success is not an accident no right i Retweet. mean there are there are there are people who uh who um do get given a life of you know wealth and opportunity right yeah but what life is that you want to do it on your own right that's the mm -hmm. whole goal right self-satisfaction right. like so. i know so many people with money like money money doesn't impress me what impresses me is work is is, is a worth work ethic there you go it's a tough one to get out there you go you got it <laughs> but uh work ethic is probably one of the most impressive things you know like you look at you know grandfathers or whatever they were beaten down to hell like like lost all their money, but their work ethic, they brought it back, right? It's like a bunch of people you see who they lose, but then they win, Yeah. right? No one who ever found success failed many times. You know what I mean? There's no one that found success that didn't fail. Yeah, no, 100%. Right. It's, just a, it's just a stepping stone, that's all. Totally. And, I, and in this podcast, you know, we're going to talk about um, <clears throat> other businesses, other business models that are out there that, you know, if you want to be a self, you know, employed person, you know, entrepreneurship, um, we're going to bring people on that are experts in their fields that started business by themselves and are just skyrocketed experts in, you know, fields where billion dollar companies are, are, are talking to them about yeah. what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Or if you're, or if you're just happy where you are and you want to invest your money, we're going to have, an, you know, investors on and, and obviously not financial advice or anything, but just like what to look for in stocks. Right. And just like yeah. all sorts of examples where just to better yourself is that's the whole, I guess that would be the, I guess if we had a, a motto or anything it would just be to how can i better myself right that's that's the goal right because everyone's not perfect right no. so i think no. i think that would be our goal and the main thing is finding what, what you love right like this podcast yeah. is for doctors engineers school teachers you know people who are you know 17 18 19 who are you know they all thinking about what they want to do after high school right what they want to do what they want to be um, and it's not only what the, we're going to offer people's, you know, give an opinion on what jobs are, you know, are best for being young, you know, coming out of high school, what's the best, you know, summer job you can get. Right. Um, those little things I definitely are going to be spoken about. Right. Just little, the little yeah. things that people don't necessarily see, like, you know, the, the old model of go to, go to school, go to school, go to school. It's, you yeah. need to go to school to make money. No, you don't. Um, no. Any Tom, Dick, and Harry can make a million dollars, right? 
It's yeah. You think about it, you see people who make millions of dollars a day, right? Like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, those guys like make millions a day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And yeah, hundred percent. So it's doable. It is doable. Right. And, and we're going to even teach ourselves things in this, right? Yeah. hundred percent. I think it all comes down to, uh, you know, just like self-sacrifice too, right? Like it takes, like it never comes overnight. And so and you got to sacrifice things, right? And so maybe if, 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 if I don't know, if money and, and, and that sort of thing is what, is what, we're, is what you're going for and, and you want to start your own business, maybe you have to sacrifice your Friday nights and Saturday nights to do that, right? So Absolutely. self self-sacrificing is big too, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe even, so now uh, you got to watch your, watch your pennies, right? And so, um, Nick, actually, our family friend, Nick Von Walker Bar, shout out to the to the Von Dub cast. He's got a podcast going well. You should go well, check it out. Um, we'll, but we'll, he, we'll have uh, to bring him on for an episode. Yeah, we will bring him on for sure. But um, he talked about, I, I heard him say this, and actually his dad taught this to him, and it stuck with me big time. And it was, um, say you're working, you have $2,000 in your bank account. That's your baseline. You cannot go below that. So you're working, you're working, you're working all summer. And now say by the end of summer, you're, you have 10 or five grand in, in the bank. Your new baseline now is, you know, say 3000, 3000. You cannot go below that in your entire life. You cannot go below 3000 and it just keeps getting higher and higher and higher, right? 5,000, 10,000, like your new baseline cannot go below that. And so with, what that does is it creates a safety net as well as, you know, maybe you need a little extra cash because you want to, you know, invest in this here because you, you're really passionate about something and uh, you want to invest in it or you want to have a down payment on a house, right? And so having that safety net is huge. And that, that really stuck with me big time about having a, a baseline and you cannot pass that. And, uh, and so I, I've started to do that now. And, um, I kind of play a goal with myself every summer. It's like, what can I get my baseline to, right? What, what, what can I get my baseline to each summer, right? And after, after mm-hmm. school's done, right? So, um, that's a good way to start on saving wise anyway. Totally. Um, I never thought about that. I'm actually gonna write that down. That's the baseline. Yeah. The baseline, the, the baseline. You, I'm going to quote put that, that on, the baseline, put that on t-shirt. I think that's actually that's actually a really good idea. Um, I think credit for, to Nick. Big credit for Nick. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, everyone listening, you know, your minimum doesn't have to be a thousand dollars, right? It can be a hundred dollars, right? It's whatever. Yeah, that's your, it's whatever you're comfortable whatever you can afford. Down. Whatever you can. Yeah. Well said. Totally. Yeah. I mean, one other thing I believe in, and you know, most financial advisors will, you know tell me that I'm wrong. Don't listen to me. Um, but it's having fun, having fun, taking time off. Like, you know, say you have $5,000 in a separate account, right? And you have a once in a lifetime opportunity, your friends tell you, Hey, we're going to travel, travel the world. Right. You know, you got five grand. Um, you know, I won't get you totally across the world. Right. But um, let's say, you know, you know what I can come, but I can only do a Europe stint, right? I can only go to Europe. I got five grand to play with. And you know, you're like, Oh, I don't want to spend that money. I don't want to spend that money. It's like, 
when when will that happen again right money's makeable time isn't that's why i want to, i've been saying that forever like my parents always told me oh stop spending money stop spending money on these things and going out with people and going out with friends but you know time is not makeable money is yeah right so i know tons of people that are so focused on making the money making the money making the money making the money you know grind 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 right today is promised tomorrow's not yeah so you just got to find that balance on on what works right so totally and i'm not saying you know go out every weekend and blow all your money but definitely save some money for those times where you know your friends invite you out for a trip you know we're headed to we're we're going away me me and Kale are going away somewhere and uh i mean when will that happen again right where yeah. you know we're in school we're in work and it just popped up perfect timing where you can just head out boom gone for a week come back yeah right exactly. i think life's too short not to travel and do things um it's it's crazy yeah i agree i agree hey so, can i find 25 minutes here why don't we do a little 30 second recess kind yeah, of get gather our, our thoughts here hey Good stuff. Good stuff. Hope you got a glass of water in you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be talking for a everything. while here. Gar- 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 gargle some salt water. Yeah. Yeah. Get good. Yeah. Puts hair on your chest. <laughs> totally. I'm, um, a, I'm a monkey over here. You're a monkey. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, so, yeah, well, let's, let's go into a, a little chat about stories that you've heard um, in business. Um, I know you're also, your background's business and you know, you know, generational business, right? And uh, like, what are some stories that you've come across? Um, you know, just like being being uh, Kale Hancock. Um, I don't know. I guess not a lot of business stories in terms of like um, in school any, or anything. Like we we haven't really um, gone too into depth. I guess just the basics right but like with with dad and 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 his his thing he's got going on there i uh, i learned a lot from him um i think i've learned more about business from him he's a super smart businessman and uh i think i've learned more from him than i have from school so far anyway um just just you know looking people in the eye is so important right when conducting business deals you got to look people in the eye firm handshakes you know speak up don't don't mm-hmm. don't, uh, don't trip over your words and um you know portraying a, a confident self is super important in business and not arrogance though he preached this that to me all the time is you cannot in business you cannot get um, confidence confused with arrogance. You can be confident, but you cannot be arrogant. There's a difference, mm-hmm. and totally. one one works and one doesn't, right? Because people don't want to be associated with arrogant people, right? It's it's annoying, right? It's annoying. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, just 
just being confident is is key in uh, in any business deal. You got to be confident in yourself and confident with uh, with what you're doing, and you'll be fine. Totally. So, um, yeah. I guess more more stuff. I guess would be just um, just talking with you know employees. Um, he talks to me all the all the time about starting a business is easy. And I'm like, ah, you're full of shit. It's not easy. But he's like, starting a business is, is the easy part. The hard part is dealing with people. And, and my dad does a business. Yeah, exactly. And my dad does a great job with morale. Business, in business especially, you need great morale, right? Because without the people, depending on what businesses you're doing, you're running, but without the people, you know, that business won't function. You can't do it by yourself, right? Nope. And so you have to have a great morale for a great company to succeed. And that stuck with me big time. Um, Dad quotes that all the time. And, uh, you know, he treats his, his employees with the utmost respect. You know, he's he's in there helping them clean the shop when they need help, right? And he doesn't need to be, but he does, right? Um, and, uh, you know, the, the employees, they – they look at that and they want to, they want to work hard for him. Right. Cause he's working hard for them. Right. And it's, it's what I've learned in business is that it's a team. It's not a hierarchy and you, it's, that's, it's, it's yeah. how you mend together. Right. And so I guess that's probably what I've learned the most in business so far. Mm-hmm. Again, thanks my dad for that. Totally. Yeah. We'll have to have him on and, you know, chat, chat himself about what he's seen as well. And, you know what it, what it actually takes because i think like he said it's so easy to start a business like any tom dick and harry can can go to the you know government and say hey i'm a business i want my license yeah. whatever get lawyers involved pay your money pay your dues right but you know myself starting a clothing company at 17 it was fucking hard right like it's not active right now it's not currently going but it's in the back back burner right now because i got other you know um responsibilities that are you know take precedent over over that but yeah like you know i was going to a lawyer by myself right you know getting all of everything done everything paid for and making sure they run smoothly and the one thing that i wish i i had was probably a virtual assistant someone you know looking over the books uh the orders right and you know having the help like you said you can't run things on your own um, no, it's it's impossible. You need you need a group of people that you trust, and you, that's, mm-hmm. that's how you win. That's how you win for sure. And like I work for some people, you know, you know those summer jobs you have, and um, every, everyone has a summer job that they've had bosses that you know are lackadaisical and and they don't really give a shit about you. And everyone's like, "Fuck this, fuck this. Don't want to work here. This is shit. Right? Don't want to do this. Don't want to do that." And then you have a company whose boss is there, who's making sure everything's running smoothly, making sure your time on the job is good, making sure, you know, hey, like I have, I have, a, I have a buddy in a, in, a, in a workplace who who is boss, you know, he's like, you know, I'm going through some tough times right now with, with family and affording things. You know, things are getting pretty expensive. And, uh, yeah. you know, his boss said, what do you need? What do you need? Right? Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's like, you know, I'm not going to buy your family a new car. Right. But, you know, hey, you need a little extra money for for groceries or, you know, for diapers. You got a young family. I mean, like the guy took care of it for all of his employees. Yeah. Right. 
And like, where else do you find that? Like other than family run businesses. And I think family run businesses are what are what going to keep the economy afloat. I hear a lot of chat of people saying, Oh, the economy is going to crash. The economy is going to crash. Right. But we're really relying on these hometown businesses to keep it afloat. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, uh, you know, being a good person takes precedent over everything, right? You got mm-hmm. you you can't you can't be a shitty boss, right? Like who's no. gonna want to work for you? So you gotta be a good person at heart. That comes first. Second, mm-hmm. you gotta be you gotta be um you gotta be you gotta be firm, man. You gotta understand that sometimes you gotta do some tough decisions, right? And but at the end of the day, that's business. And so um, that just comes with the job, comes with the title. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and even with my mom, she worked in, you know, she had a management role and um, she had to hire and fire people as part of her role. I mean, every manager or boss has to, you know, let go some people that, you know, they may not want to let go, but you know, the times come. And the biggest thing that she said when interviewing people was eye contact, like you said before, you know, being able to talk someone in the eyes and like, look at them and, you know, you sit there and you know, like people sit there like this, right? They're like, oh, whatever, right? Like I'm here for a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just here. Yeah, someone come in here and be like, hey, you know, I'm excited to work for your company. Um, you know, I've heard great list things reasons, about it. Right? Yeah. You know, you list the reasons why you want to work there. Why you say, you know, what I think this area is really going to benefit my life, and I really think that you know what I can bring to the table will help uh, help the business out as well. You know, if I had that person come my into my interview room where I'm sitting down interviewing people versus someone who's slouch, who's like, you know, I'm just here for a paycheck. You know, I want people that want to work, right? Yeah. If you don't want to work, kick rocks. I'll hire someone that does. Yep. Right. Exactly. So Ryan Gagno is probably the best realtor in Pentech. And if you don't know who he is, look him up. He sells houses and he's really good at it. But what? Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. That was a nice little shout out. But like, what do you, so like what goes into real estate, man? Like, obviously I'm not huge. I'm not hugely knowledgeable on that sort of stuff. And so like what, um, you know, someone wanting to get into it, man, like what, what does someone do? Like, how do you get into real estate? Totally. And uh, for anyone that wants to get into it, um, feel free to DM us on our page. Um, and I will send you over to my business page and we can have a chat there. We can set up a zoom call. I'll be happy to set up a zoom call with, people that want to get into real estate and, and what it looks like getting into it. But I'll just kind of say some stuff right now. Um, so getting in, you can start the the process at any age, right? I mean, you have to be out of high school, right? Um, and you got to have an English uh, proficiency exam. It's there you the, go. Uh, there you go. Nice English proficiency. Proficiency. Is that is that correct? I mean, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just broken your chain. I'm just I can look chain. it up. Um, but it's called the CELPIP test, and you got to have it. Um, unless you went to university and have, um, have the documentation to show. So basically, you have to prove that you speak English. It's not a hard test. Um, a lot of people who I was taking the test with didn't speak the best English. Um, you know, but as long as you you can speak some English, you're you're gonna pass the test. I mean, it's. It's just to make sure that, you know, we are dealing with legal documents and making sure what you're doing is clear and precise is our job, right? So I mean, a little bit of that. So you have to go to UBC uh, School of Business, the SAR division in in being in BC. 
Yeah, um, if you want to be a, a BC uh, realtor, you got to go to so yeah. just just to UBC. You couldn't go to like say uh, um, UVic or anything like that. No, UBC is where it, where it's held. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and it's like you don't got to have good grades to get into it. It's more of a pay to place uh, situation. Yeah. Um, and basically, you pay. And I went through another um, company called GoBC, and GoBC is a fantastic organization that helps people pass the exam um you know there's things i can talk about it but things are there's things things that i can't talk about it um basically they they give you notes and and some video and you can follow up with them on what you're learning um because the ubc textbook for real estate is a monster a monster it's probably about this thick the book's like it's a big book right? It's a big old textbook. And it's, if you're learning it on your own, I mean, people have done it, but it's so much harder. And so GoBC really helped me go through it. And so basically you have to be 19 to have your license, right? But you can start the process when you're 18. You just can't write the exam until you're 19. You can't hold a license until you're 19. And uh, going into real estate is such a hard business. Such a hard business. Oh yeah. Like, like, you know, you see what people making a bunch of money, right? You know, let's say, let's say you're watching some TikToker who grosses, let's say a million dollars a year in commission, right? I guarantee you their yearly expense is close to $300,000 or, or more. Yeah, Three, I just 300,000, 400,000, 500,000. I mean, you could be spending $700,000 to make your million, right? And it That's comes wild. down to... It's, it is wild and it's so hard. Like it's like a, like your first year is kind of getting your feet underneath you, right? Now, I recommend joining a team when you first get into it. I didn't join a team. Um, I tried to join some teams, but, you know, I just didn't really jive with, with what was going on. Um, I'm a pretty particular person and I like things ran the way I like things ran. So I decided to go on my own and uh, venture this business on my own. And it's been hard. Right. Definitely doing a team would be easier. Um, but I'm not about taking the easy way around. Right. Yeah. I want to put my face in the pavement. I want to learn it. Right. And there's the systems you can buy. Stone. Exactly. There's systems you can buy that kind of, you know, help your success. Right. Like, you know, lead generation campaigns that are already pre prefixed and pre done. All you got to do is copy paste, but it costs money. But, you know, I'm the person that likes to learn it firsthand. Right obviously a few things you copy and paste because it's, you want to be efficient, right? You can't yeah. learn everything, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent the wheel is probably the biggest thing it comes to real estate is follow what's been done and do it and make it your own. But getting into real estate, sorry to get off topic there. Um, you got to go to UBC. Like I said, um, go BC is an option. It's not mandatory. I took it. I would tell everyone else to take it. Um, and finding a brokerage that fits you. Right. So I was with, with Remax. Remax is a great company. It has a great name to it. Um, so many resources when it comes to going to Remax. I mean, you have the name backing yourself and you have an in-person office space that, you know, if that's how you learn best with people around you, that's great. I went there for my first year and a bit. It was fantastic. People I met were fan- just phenomenal people, right? Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I recently made the change though to go to EXP Realty, which is more of a cloud-based, which um, is more for people who want to make their own business, right? You can work from anywhere. 
work from home, you know, you can work from a different country as long as you're doing work in the country that you're licensed in. Um, and it's just probably one of the most fantastic business models in real estate. It's kind of the new, it's like the, uh, compare it to, let me compare it to it. So EXP is like the Netflix, right? And, and you know, the, you know, the brick and mortar uh, companies are more like the blockbuster, right? Where, yeah. you know, it's just, that's just, it's just night and day difference. It's two different totally things. Um, and if anyone's looking to get in real estate, I would recommend checking out EXP. I'm not biased. Um, in the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, EXP is scary, unknown, cloud-based, right? But one, but like, like once I've been in it, man, like I wish this is where I started off, right? Yeah, well, that's like good. no knock to Remax. It's great, um, especially for being a new agent. Um, EXP is the best way because it is pretty cost-effective, right? I spent a lot of money in my first year on, you know, expenses that, you know, you don't have to pay at EXP. Um, but finding a mentor. So finding a mentor is probably the most important thing when becoming a realtor other than choosing your brokerage, right? Obviously. So finding someone that has the time to hold your hand um, is crucial, right? So I chose yeah. someone in the beginning. Oh, my headphone here is cropped out here. Um but uh, I chose someone in the beginning who is probably one of the best realtors in town here, you know, other than myself, like you said, uh, obviously other than, other than myself. Um, and he's the, one of the most phenomenal dudes, like phenomenal dudes. His name's Steve Thompson, uh, team Thompson there at Remax. Um, guy is a workhorse. Like, like I recommend people like if, you know, if I don't know what's going on, like if it's something that I've never ventured in as being new, right? I ship them off to Steve, right? Steve's the man, right? And he helped me out a lot in the beginning. You know, I had questions and he answered them and, you know, he got really busy, right? He's a, he's a solo guy on a team. You know, he has a, an assistant now who's licensed, um, but it's really hard to ask someone to coach you and hold your hand when they're, you know, doing it themselves, right? So it's very important finding a mentor whose sole job is coaching. Yeah. Right. And so now I have a mentor that sole job is coaching. Um, his name is Pablo. Uh, he runs the agent upgrade with him, him and his wife, um, Simone. And, you know, basically they hold my hand, right? Like not obviously physically, but um, if I have any questions, they are there for me, right? We, we sit down every week and we go through what I've done in the week, right? It's accountability. You know, if you can't find a mentor, find an accountability partner, Right. Yep. And so that's my advice for joining in real estate. I mean, it's a hard business. Like it's not easy. It costs a lot of money. You're going to lose a lot of money. Um, oh, one more thing to add here. When, when having a realtor and you have money coming in, money coming in is great, right? You sell, you sell a nice house. You got a big check. Woohoo. Right. Make sure you set aside your, your tax amount. Cause it's not taken off. You have to take it off yourself. Right. So yeah. and and we're say, obviously and we're obviously get into the whole taxes and how to how to totally. do that right because I don't yeah. like I didn't know how to pay taxes right and so no. we'll get into all that stuff right so but yeah and it's separating a tax account because there's been realtors who you know you did a great year you know you uh, you made two hundred grand in commission right okay you know tax man comes you know, they want their their check they want their money right. 
And if you were, you know, irresponsible with your money, you spent all your money. Yeah. Well, now you have to fork out a large chunk of money and not a lot of people have that money sitting around. Let's say, you know, they say you owe us 40 grand, right? Uh, Kale, do you have 40 grand sitting around that you can just give away? No, I don't. Nope. So, I don't. Yeah. It's... Most, mo- most people don't. And so it's preparing yourself for these days. Like, um, Chad Milky, actually, he's at Remax as well. He taught me this as well. He, he helped me get into real estate. Um, is He taught me how to do these, these separate accounts, my GST account, right? So every time I get a check, I do the, the math or whatever it is. I talk to my accountant. How much, hey, how much do I take off this one? Boom. Put in that account, right? I don't touch that, right? And so that's probably it's, it's super important is having your financials uh, situated before you do anything. Yeah. And just, just educate yourself and watch this podcast. Cause you're going to learn all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So. Yeah. We're going to, I mean, we're, I'm going to dive more into real estate. You know, we're going to yeah, have a real 100%. estate episode. We're going to bring on, you know, probably my coach. Uh, we'll probably bring him on. I'm sure he'll be happy to come on and, you know, yes, I'm an expert, but I've only been in the business for a year and a half. So there's people that definitely know a lot more than me. And I'm happy to admit that. Um, right? Like the things that they know is incredible. Like the proper negotiation skills, right? The the things that I'm learning now, like they've been doing for the last 30 years, right? So like I said, yeah. we're, we're experts, but we're still learning. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Is there so, anything else that you want to, you want to add before we, before we kick off here? Uh, I don't think so. I think we pretty much, you know, gave everybody our our two takes, our two cents. Um, you know, I think we're. I think all we gotta say, man, is just that we're excited to to start this journey, right? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, we've said it before, but we're we're on the same journey as everybody else. So I think uh, I think knowledge is power, and especially in important stuff, right? Like what we're mm-hmm. gonna be talking about is is important life skills, right? And totally. uh, I'm excited to to learn that stuff so and share it with everybody yeah, else. I, I'm I'm right here with you. I'm I'm pumped. Um, there's gonna be some really cool people coming on here. Um, yeah, some really cool experts and soon you know, too. I, I'm yeah soon. I think we're thinking uh, next week we'll bring on our first guest. Um, he does. I'm 100%. pumped to bring him on. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, we're excited. So I think that's All good. Right. Yeah. Well. You know, thanks. This is the one-two punch, uh, yeah. where we where we teach you what school doesn't. Yeah, catch us on uh, our YouTube. That's a new banner. One-two so, punch, uh, and and that one as well. You can follow that. Our that's our Instagram, our TikTok. Um, everything's there. It's one dot two punch. Um, yeah, one dot two punch for uh, for everything: Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and YouTube. whatever. So yeah. So uh, peace out, guys. Peace out.